I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. On tonight's show, football. They'll be playing in ACC country next year. A couple of members of the volleyball team get statewide honors. But first, let's start with college basketball. The men enter the week after beating Coastal Carolina in the Cajun Dome. A big part of that effort, Joe Charles. He had 22 points with 14 rebounds, five blocks, four made threes, three assists, three steals. His seventh double-double of the season. Charles, the fourth player since 1996 with those numbers in a single game. That earned him LSWA Co-Player of the Week honors. Head coach Bob Marlin, what has impressed you most about Karen Curl Joe's recent play? Well, the rebounding I love. He knows that. And I challenge him to rebound the ball every night. And he, he's responded and, and done a great job there. But just his, his energy, uh, the way he approaches every day, is something that I think is really big for our team, having a young team, that he shows a great example of how to play and be efficient in all phases. Cajuns played at Troy Wednesday, tied at four at first half. Kobe Julian had a three, he had 20. Same half, Themis Folks intercepts the Troy pass. Cajun takes advantage. Kentrell Garnett, corner three, cashes in. Louisiana led by one, second half, Brandon Hardy will go to the up. Cajuns down one. Troy gets a bit of an own goal there, puts the Cajuns on top. However, the Trojans would respond. Samir Muhammad gets to the glass. He gets fouled. Troy wins 79-73. The men played at Arkansas State on Saturday. Louisiana leads 2019 first half. Themis Folks finds Hosanna Ketenje for the finish. Now, speaking of finishes, Michael Thomas finishes the first half with a three to beat the buzzer. Cajuns led by four at the break. Second half, Cajuns lead 54-48. Kyron Ratliff gets one off the window, and he is fouled. Later on, Louisiana by 12. It's NJ with the muscle. Fancy footwork. Had a career-high 25 in the contest. Cajuns win 84-77. Cajun women, meanwhile, they continued conference play on the road last week. They won at Old Dominion, but lost to James Madison. Head coach Gary Broadhead explains one thing that will help the winning stay consistent, health. They say the best ability is availability. Has been an issue this year from, from the summer. Three of our best players were, well, two of our best players were out uh, when we went to Costa Rica that they didn't play, you know. And, it's hard to develop and to develop chemistry that we're always talking about and playing together and all that without them being available. You know? Cajuns played at Troy Wednesday, first quarter, 9-6 Trojans. Lenny Wheaton connects from distance. Now tied at 9, Tamara Johnson, the layup off the glass. Cajuns take the lead. Johnson had 8. Cajuns look to extend that lead. Tamia Robinson does just that. However, Troy would outscore the Cajuns 52-13 in the second and third quarters to pull away and win 90-44. Saturday, like the men, the women played at Arkansas State. Coach Gary Broadhead coaches his 350th game as Louisiana head coach. Second quarter, Louisiana down by 12. Jalen James gets the steal, and she has a clear lane, a clear path to the basket. Third quarter, 44-38, A-State, Brandy Williams 
from distance, knocks it down. Fourth quarter, Cajuns within a point. James drives, scores, gets fouled. She had 25 in the game. Cajuns take their first lead of the game. 13 seconds to go in regulation. Cajuns trail by one. Tamara Johnson, she gets fouled. She'd hit her free throws. Cajuns would get the lead again. Last chance for Arkansas State in regulation. Cheyenne Forney, she can not get the bucket. Louisiana snatches a victory from Arkansas State, 64-63. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, one of Louisiana football's non-conference opponents been revealed. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Inside Cajun Nation is back. The Cajun football team will play the Wake Forest Demon Deacons for the 2024 season. That replaces a slot previously filled by Michigan State. Louisiana will travel to Winston-Salem, North Carolina to face the Deeks on September the 28th. It'll be the first time these two schools meet. Full Cajun schedule will be out later this year. On to volleyball. Sienna DeCambra, Shire Richardson, Mio Yamamoto, named to the Louisiana Sports Writers Association All-Volleyball Team. DeCambra earned first-team honors. I can go with her second-team All-Sunbelt pick. She posted first 1,000 assists season in her career. DeCambra had 1,100 assists total, leading all players in the state and ranking top 15 nationally. Meanwhile, Richardson was named to the LSWA second team. She posted a team best 380 kills. 187 of those were in conference play. Richardson's 380 kills were the fourth most by a Cajun in the rally scoring era. That dates back starting in 2001. She tallied double-digit kills in 18 of 32 matches she played. And Yamamoto made the LSWA second team as well. She's already the Sunbelt Libero of the Year and a member of the All-Sunbelt First Team. Yamamoto had 457 digs this season. 296 of those were in Sunbelt Conference play. Louisiana Volleyball finished the season at 19-13, and 9-7 in Sunbelt play. Up next, Dave Schultz talks State of the Sunbelt. Welcome in to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for staying up with us and uh, being a part of the show. We appreciate it. And I am pleased to be joined by Dave Schultz from Locked On Sunbelt. And uh, Dave, uh, we've known each other a good while. And, yeah. and uh, I've been on your shows before. Now, this is, I think, the first time you've had a chance to come on this show. So appreciate your time. Thanks man. for having me, George. Absolutely. Let's, let's start with this. Uh, because uh, you, you kind of have a, a, a pulse on the Sun Belt, and, and along with that is the, goes the Cajuns as well. And the way things are working right now with regards to the transfer portal and guys leaving the uh, Cajuns, and the, la the latest one that kind of made a splash was Zeon Chris, obviously a quarterback for the Cajuns, and, and he's going to head to Houston. Uh, very interesting situation there. Uh, and the it really that, is. The, the fact that he's yeah. going, going a little west, what, your impressions of that, that decision 
uh, for, for Zion to go that way. Well, the whole thing was a little bit interesting, right? He did it on signing day. And though some of us have a lot of time off during the holidays, football teams don't. A lot of players made decisions over the holidays, whether they were into the portal or coming out of the portal committing, and he hadn't done it yet. And so you wondered when he did it, did he have a place in mind? And some of the places that he was mentioning, like UCF, well, that was taken. Duke, that was taken, right? Georgia, he wasn't going there, right? He wasn't going to play. And so is he looking for a place to play? Like Colorado, you know, Deion's son is going to be playing there, right? right. So he's not going to play. And someone's like, well, maybe he just sits for a year and learns the system. I'm like, but that's not – he did that already here, right? He sat right. for a year, basically, and learned the system. And then he ends up going to Houston where they have an incumbent quarterback, Donovan Smith. So that's a little bit interesting. The thing is, they have a new coach in Willie Fritz. Went from Tulane, now to Houston. Right. So maybe Willie doesn't have any loyalties, supposedly, to the, new, to the old quarterback. Come in here and you'll compete. But usually that's not the case. That usually is when you get to school, you can compete. And it, you know, if you're the better one, you'll get the job. But, but now it may be the case, right, because yeah. Willie doesn't know either of these guys. Right. So we'll see how it goes. You hope that he got a little bit of money. Right? That's, right. that's the whole the point yeah, of going from a, a Sunbelt team to a Big, a Big 12. 12 team yeah. Yep, and in a major city. Yeah. Uh, so we wish Zion the best of luck. We really do. Yeah. I thought he may have a chance to come back because it was taking a little bit long for him to commit. Right. But, you know, I think he landed on his feet, and I hope he plays. <laughs> yeah, here's my thing. I, it, it's got to be about the NIL stuff. Because, a little bit. Be, yeah. Because it, when you look at the situation, it was his job here. Yes. Right? I mean – his, his Zion had the like he proved himself. I thought in the games that he played this year, he was phenomenal. Just happened to get injured, you know. But I, I thought he played, uh, did a great job this season yes. for the Cajuns, and I thought he locked that job up. So, do you want to be QB one for sure, or are you going to test it? It's got to. Well, so that's why I think I presume I don't know, but I yeah. presume yeah. the new crew here made him an NIL offer, but the. The crew in Houston is probably a little bit more well-funded, all right, right? Sure. Uh, specifically by one person. So yeah. um, you would hope that he would have a, a little bit of a bag, so to speak, yeah. and that, you know, the, the stats between the two quarterbacks are just about the same. Uh, Donovan Smith played a little bit more, so he had more touchdowns, but many more interceptions. The rushing was a, a practically the same. More attempts by Donovan Smith and more yards for Zeon. So. I think they're basically the same player, huh. and, and we'll see if Zion can take it to the next level. Because I was really looking forward to Zion yeah. building something here and right. seeing what the team would be like when the, when the stadium got finished in a couple of seasons. See, that, that, I, I really think they're, the Cajuns lost out a little bit on that. So now you look at the quarterback situation for UL at right. this point, right. where we sit now, yeah. and you have two guys who have already been here coming back, Ben and, right. and Chandler apparently says, hey, I'm coming back. Let's do it again. And a little bit of an interesting decision from Chandler there because uh, he went through senior day and did all that stuff. Well, I think Chandler's decision is probably directly correlated to, to sure. Zeon's decision because sure. we knew Ben was coming back, and I'm pretty sure that Zeon was going to start and Ben was going to back him up. And that Chandler was like, well, I'm not going to sit behind two guys, right? <laughs> Although now, you know, for the last two years, not one of these guys has stayed healthy for the whole season. So Chandler's like, I'm just going to be ready to play. Yeah. When I'm called upon, I'll be ready to play. Yeah. And based on the last two seasons, there's better than a 50-50 chance that he's going to see extensive time, right? Ben hasn't made it through a whole season right. without, without getting injured. So, yeah. I mean, we've seen everything from knees to broken legs to appendectomies, right? And so it's been, it's been a crazy injury thing that's hit the Cajuns over the last couple of years.
that's just the quarterbacks we're talking about. I mean, right, there's, right. There's there's all kinds of different positions, and and we're going to talk more about this a little later on. But how the how the portal is kind of uh, you know affecting the Sun Belt Conference and in all of college football. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about as well is is you know the Cajuns have this new stadium coming. They right. knocked down the kind of bizarre to go drive by there on Congress and look over and there's nothing there. It's just uh, just a, a bunch of and with some rubble on it uh your thoughts on the on the new stadium well they so i came in here in the middle of the hudspeth rebirth right i was sure. here in year three so they had already gone to a couple of new orleans bowls and won two more when i got here and then they actually went to a fifth one right they lost that one to right. nikki mullins in southern miss by the way yeah. so they had been to a bunch right and then you know the program fell off but then the oil services interest in industry economy fell off, right? right? Oil has come back, right? But yeah. not the oil services industry. Those jobs haven't come back. So the, we were drawing, right? The, or the Cajuns were drawing yeah. twenty-five to 28,000, yeah. you know, in the middle of Hudspeth's run, and we just haven't been able to get back to that, right? Yeah. Even when Billy Napier, and it was the year after COVID, right? 2021 season, right. they're still only averaging ten to 12,000. They host a Sunbelt Championship game, and it was a nice crowd. It wasn't freezing. It wasn't wet, right? What was it, 30, 31,000? It was a nice crowd, but we've seen bigger crowds with McNeese, Southern, and Grambling. Yep. Uh, and so it's a, a chance to reset for the Raging Cajuns. They're, they're switching uh, ticket programs, right? They're kind of bringing that right. in-house. I sure. think they're going to have salespeople to go sell it. Um, they really need to I don't know, readjust, but they really need to reset on how they're doing it because if, tw if 2025 rolls around and they're not drawing, you know, 25,000 a game, that's a problem. Yeah. All right. I don't want to hear about if it's raining. That's one thing. But I don't want to hear how hot it is because it's, it's hot here. It's, all, yeah. it's hot here in September. It's all hot right. Everyone's used 60 to it. miles down the road. Right. As well. Right. So yeah. exactly. So <laughs> it, we, they really need to start drawing. I mean, I should say it should sell out for the season, but that may be. It's going to determine a weather and how good the team is. That's why I was kind of looking forward to seeing the running backs grow, the offensive line grow, if right. Zion Chris stuck around. So who knows what, right? So now, you know, is Daniel Beal, the incoming freshman from Baton Rouge, going to be the starting quarterback? You know, in 2025, we really don't know who that's going to be. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back more with Dave Schultz from Locked On Sunbelt uh, when we come back right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Dave Schultz, Locked on Sunbelt. At Schultzy Cast is where you can find him on X. Uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, I, I listen to you all the and time. And Instagram as well, for that fact. Yeah, there you go. And, and you can get his take. And, and, you know, Dave, you're never short of opinions, and right. that's why we love you. Uh, <laughs> very true, very true. Um, if it comes to Syracuse, you know, we, hey, we, you definitely watch have. out for the orange. Watch out. I'm telling you, it's crazy. We talking about basketball? We talk, oh, oh. Well, basketball's better than, than I thought they were going to be, the Duke game notherwithstanding. But football, they're, they're going, they're, they're, they're going, they're going crazy. Place. They are going crazy. Yeah. Part, crazy. part of the reason probably is because of the portal, right? Absolutely. In this day, in this well, they got the Georgia age. defensive backs coach, Fran Brown. Yeah. Uh, who, what was the highlight of me meeting him at the bowl game in Boca since they lost 45-0. Uh, but, uh, no, that's going to be yeah. – I, I can't even believe we're talking about Syracuse doing like a, a top 50 recruiting class. It's nice. insane. That, see, and, and see what happens is that that's this day and age. You can right. go in and grab people out of the portal. And and I think when you, when you talk about Coach Dez – uh, one of, as we kind of segue back to the Cajuns here, uh, one of the things, he, he really enjoys developing players, developing those high school kids, but 
at some point in this day and age, you got to realize that maybe maybe there's another way to do it, and that's that's what a lot of teams are doing. I mean, Ole Miss is doing it. Uh, Lane Kiffin has kind of jumped on board, even though he doesn't like it, uh, because I saw a, a, a post from him earlier uh, today or the other day, and he was saying, I don't like – basically saying, I don't really like the way it is, but you have to adjust. And, and that's – I think that's – a dilemma for for a lot of group of five schools. I heard, I saw or read a college coach saying, I actually like the transfer portal better because the kids, they have experience, they know what they're looking for, and they're not jerking the coaches around. Whereas the high school seniors or juniors sort of tend to jerk the coaches around. And these guys are making their decisions much sooner in the transfer portal, right? It's not, you know, a whole year or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Raging Cajuns, it's nice in theory to go get those high school kids, but if you do all the developing and then Alabama comes calling and your all Sunbelt corner decides he's better at Alabama and you have NIL money that he's going to get, then it's a problem. Yeah. So you do have to do, you have to do both. You absolutely have to do both. Yeah. I presume they've lost, I think, much more on the defensive side out of the portal than on the offensive side of the portal so far. He's going to have to fill some holes because if you're, if you have some guys that are, I mean, when we were going up, George, back in our day, George, yeah, right, right, right? You really didn't see the field. Unless you were a really special player, you really didn't see the field until you were a redshirt sophomore, yeah. right? So you showed yeah, up, sure. you were, yeah, and then you got on special teams, and then right. you played the last two years. So unless you were the super-duper quarterback or running back or wide receiver mo- or defensive end, most players did not play until their third year in college. Well, that's not the case anymore. No. And the problem is at A&M, when you bring in all the five stars, well, all the five stars can't play. That's why they all transferred out and, and on a side note Syracuse out recruited AM <laughs> not once but twice having said that uh Des has to Des has to um incorporate that. incorporate yes. incorporate the uh, the, the, the welcome in the transfer portal because otherwise you're just gonna you're just gonna get left behind it's a nice theory to do it your way but when you understand your G5 and because if if they're taking other players if the power five schools are taking other players that means some players are going to be left behind and you know a lot of times you can get guys that went to power five schools out of town right it didn't work out and you can bring it back because there's plenty of talent right here in acadiana yeah there you're right about that there are a ton uh with regards to i mean look lsu did it with mckinley dominant mckinley sure from from, uh right you know signed with a and m but i'm not going to shut up about it that's because (laughs) the a and m defensive line coach elijah robinson ended up at syracuse <laughs> well, look, right. that, and that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, a, and and Virg Osbury's kid, Austin, came back from Auburn, and now he's going to LSU because right. he's coming back home. Right. And, and, and it's interesting because uh, at, at some point, there's got to be. I think what Lane Kiffin's post was about too was the fact that look, it's got they they have to put a time frame in it or something because they do. And it's kind so, of a wild right. west type of atmosphere. So I don't know. We'll f- maybe we'll find out somewhere along the way. But maybe Desmo does have a policy. Once you go into the portal, you can't come back out. I don't happen to like that policy. Yeah. But there's got to be a deadline. So if you go into the portal, right? Say when he did on signing day, you if you want to come back, you have to come out before it closes. All right. So that'll give you two weeks. You want to test the waters? Go ahead. But I gotta make my plans. I have to worry about the rest of the program. I can't only worry about you. And so maybe there has to be a deadline. I'm sure we're going to change uh, the way it works. It really is a work in progress. The only problem is when some of these schools, right now, when I went to school, we didn't. I mean, I got back to school 
and the Bengals and the 49ers, that tells you how old I was, were playing in the Super Bowl, all right? <laughs> all right. The next day was the first day of class. 89 so, or 81? So that would have been, 80, that would have been January 80, of 89, 80, right? 80, yes. Yeah, okay, so right. yeah, so yeah. my sophomore year, January <laughs> of 89, but it's at the end of the year, right? Gotcha. A lot of these schools start classes either this past week, yeah. right, or certainly this week. And not all of them start at the end of January, so they have to make their decisions quicker because the whole idea of transferring is to get into that spring practice so you know what's going on, so you're ready to perform in fall and ready for the season. Right. Yeah, so, so let's turn the page as we kind of talk a little bit about basketball. And uh, it, it, the Cajuns really, uh, you know, they, they had a phenomenal year uh, a year ago. They made it to the NCAA tournament, uh, played a played – a, a, a very uh, impressive year, uh, had an impressive season, going undefeated uh, uh, at home, which had ne- hadn't been done uh, before at the Cajun Dome. But uh, this season's a little different. Uh, you, you lose uh, Jordan, and uh, you don't have – it doesn't seem like you have a guy stepping up, although Kobe has been kind of lifting his game a little bit. Is there there needs to be somebody else to help him out though, right? I mean, we well they don't have it. Right, they don't have That's it. I mean, it'd be I'm nice saying. to you know, Karen Crow, Joe, Joe Charles, very good player, needs to find some consistency. They just don't have the guy in the middle, right? So since I've been here again, it was Sean Long, right. NCAA tournament, right? Yep. Bryce Witherspoon should have gone to the NCAA tournament, but Stove got hurt and Gant got sick. Right. And last year they had Jordan Brown went to the NCAA tournament. So they've always had a big guy and they've always had shooters, right. but now they don't have the big guy inside. Katinji does what he can. He's not as good as those other players. So basically, this team lives and dies by the threes. All right, so already this year, they've hit 18 threes in two games. Right. So for me, for my money, they have to hit 10 threes or else they're just not going to be able to compete. They just don't have uh, what they need inside to compete. With, with the rest of the Sun Belt or, or college basketball for that and, matter. And when the Sun Belt expanded, they added JMU, which that team in both football yeah. and basketball, yeah. I don't know what they're like in baseball, but they, they that, that program seems to have an, an elite uh, coaching uh, athletes. They're, they're a pretty good program all around, it looks like. Well, it's kind of like that 2013, 2014 Raging Cajuns, right? The right. baseball team was the number one in the nation. The softball yeah. team went to uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. The basketball team uh, went to the NCAA tournament. And the football team went to the New Orleans Bowl. So yeah. they're, they're riding high, all right? They lost a very tough ball game last year to South Alabama, where the point guard could not miss uh, throwing in things from his hip. Uh, <laughs> it was a tough ball game. They, they, I mean, if, when Mark Byington sees the film of that, he's not going to want to see it. He's like, well, what could we do? We double, te- we double teamed him, and he's just making shots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, that was a big ball game on, on Thursday night. First time that a ranked team has come in here since, what, 06, I think. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Nevada and Tennessee yeah. came in. Right. And, and, you know, they're doing well right now. Jamie's doing well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's always uh, – I, I enjoy basketball. Uh, since I've been here, I think I'm on year 21 of being in Acadiana here in Lafayette. And the interesting part about the, the basketball program is, for me, 03, 04, 05, those years were phenomenal. Mm. They, they, they went to the tournament in 04 and 05, back-to-back. It doesn't reflect on the banners. There was something else uh, brewing. <laughs> but uh, definitely one of the, one of the more interesting years uh, those years uh they had they had just electric teams and i hadn't seen that until last year uh and and now this year i i think they have a good team but i don't know if they're as electric as they were well 
Well, one of the issues I that I've always know. had with the Cajuns basketball-wise is when they're not making their threes, they don't they, – Bob is very analytical, right? He wants a threes or he wants layups slash free throws, all right? And so somewhere along the way, when the guy's blocking all your shots or you can't make a three, you have to do the mid-range game, not this team. This team has to stick with that plan because that's the only way they're going to be able to compete. they got to make threes and get to the free throw line. Good stuff, Dave. Anything else you wanted to add? No. Hey, we, All right. We, we've, we've baseball everything. season. Baseball season coming right up. Around Softball the season's coming up. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I'm I looking forward. It, yeah, absolutely. Dave Schultz, locked on Sumba. You can find him at at Schultzycast on Instagram and X. Be sure to check it out. And uh, I, I, I listen to him all the time. I just enjoy. Uh, we've always, we since you first got here, we've always gotten along real well. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a quiet, loud guy. If that makes any sense. There's nothing quiet about me. Exactly. I'm a loud. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But we get along. It, it 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 doesn't it doesn't we we're like uh, yin and yang a little bit. So uh, well, excellent. Thanks so much for taking some time to come thanks, chat Fauci. with they us. They can subscribe on YouTube, Locked On Sunbelt. There you go on YouTube as well. All right, thanks, Dave Schultz. There, uh, Locked On Sunbelt. That's going to do it for tonight's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. We're going to talk to you next time. Have a great week, everybody.